Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with jazz drummer and composer Sanaa Kadora on the 2023 CD called Duality. This Juno-nominated Lebanese-Canadian music force comes alive on this dynamic sophomore album. It's a follow-up to her 2018 critically acclaimed album, Hawkeyes. On this new project, it's a balance between light and dark. This is the second time we've interviewed. We get into quite a bit. Enjoy this interview. Excellent. Great to meet you. Thanks for taking a minute out today. Nice to meet you, too. I'm looking forward to it. Me, too. So before we get into the new album and your life and music, I want to know, how did you survive COVID? That was quite a thing that happened to the world of jazz. How did you get through it? And how has it changed the way that you approach things now? That's a great question. Um, I don't know. I feel like sometimes it still feels like it's COVID, <laughs> you know, <laughs> in terms of uh, gigs and just how things are run now. It's very interesting and different compared to how life was before the pandemic. Yeah, I don't know. I think I also changed um, where I'm living. So that I think everything kind of changed for me. Yeah. Yeah. So where are you at now? Uh, right now? So I was in New York before and now I'm in Toronto and I and I travel to New York for the gigs and whatnot. Okay. So All right. Staying on the Canadian side. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> so is that the reason why the name of the album is Duality? It's not. That was this was after duality is the balance between light and dark within. So really touching on what could be anything in your life. So how relieving is it now that kind of the world's waking up a little bit that you do actually have a new album out? You know, I mean, even though it does, there's elements of us that still are probably in PTSD from going through this whole thing. You know, we're all trying to be like, wow, OK. So we're back, right? You're not going to pull the rug and say we got another Omicron or some nonsense. Yeah, I'm having a lot of trust issues. So yes. we'll see. <laughs> yeah, well, welcome to Earth. That's that's the problem right now. It's the reason why there's such a level of conspiracies and all these things. We're yeah. fed with so much information that the only people that we're supposed to trust, we don't trust. It's it's just that's, it's weird. Yeah, I absolutely agree. It's, uh, it's crazy out there. But... Yes. It is. For some reason we came here anyway. <laughs> right. I know. So how does the album feel overall to have it come out now and the prospect of live shows and whatnot? Uh, it's been it's been really, really amazing. It has been so fulfilling to I mean, the whole process was about um, up until now, now about 11 months. OK. Of 12 to 16 hour work days. So no you know oh this idea oh, that this was a full-on i barely worked in the last year type of um endeavor type of project type of heart that i needed to put into this uh so it's been it's been really fulfilling and now i'm like okay now it's time to work <laughs> but uh but i mean the the message of the album is really is really just finding that light within you and it's okay if you're in in the darkness the darkness is not bad it just is what it is you know so we're not it's different than negativity it's it's okay to be where you're at when you're at it and most of the time a person is never in one place we're complex beings you may feel this emotion and this emotion that are on the exact opposite sides of the spectrum and we don't really, sometimes we don't really know how to 
how to feel or dissect our emotions or, you know, so I think it goes into a lot of things for me. And this whole process has been so not just fulfilling, but, but healing, you know, and that, that is what I hope it does for others. You know, we've always, we've all had those, that one tune or that album that got us through the darkest times in our lives, you know, and we get to be that for people. Yeah. That is the biggest honor. You know, we get to be that for people. So I hope this album helps a lot of people, you know? So speak. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So speaking of that, how did this journey into the jazz begin for you? How did this love of music and getting into jazz, how'd that start for you? Where were you born and raised and how'd that happen? Yeah, I was, I was born and raised in Calgary, Alberta, on the west side in the mountains. And um, I moved away. Well, I had always, I knew, I knew the drums were for me. I wasn't allowed to play them. I played piano and guitar and bass, but drums, you know, being a girl and all these things, they were expensive. Um, anyways, I still knew that it was just a part of my, you know, molecular makeup maybe. And somehow the stars aligned and it was my, it was a birthday, it was 16 or 18. And my dad was like, go, go see what what's out in the car. And I'm like, oh no, I go out and it's the crappiest drum set you will have, <laughs> have ever seen in your life. Just plastic, actual plastic. And I just felt my knees and sobbed. And it was just this knowing. And since then, I've, there have been a few times where I've tried to, to get away from music and, and music never allows that of me. I don't feel like I chose music. I feel like it was completely 100% music's choice, <laughs> you know, because, hey, if I could go be a whatever where I have a steady check every two weeks and there's stability and less fear and a lot less stuff you got to deal with, if that's something that you can do, oof, go do it. But if you if you physically can't, if that music is such a big part of what you need and how you communicate and how you heal and, and how you help others. If that's your path, you don't have a choice. So I don't, I don't feel like I really chose it, but, um, so then I, I moved away when I was 18, I did my degree and then I went to New York and did my master's and, um, I just started working and touring and gigging and, recording and producing and it was just like this is where i'm supposed to be and i hustled for a very long time i was there for about 10 years and then the pandemic hit and in the middle of that i think i got the last flight out because it was just nobody knew what was going on yeah it's like you know not everybody has cable tv or you know so when COVID hit it like hit <laughs> you know yeah and um, at that point, I thought I'd be gone for three months tops and get back to my life. And it just wasn't it. And I know that happened for so many people. Yeah. 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 And yeah. And now I, the the album, and now I'm I'm in a in a place where I'm I'm observing. I'm observing what's next for me. You know. 
Right on. So what was the first live jazz show you ever saw that really inspired you? The the first album that really inspired me? Oh, okay, yeah. that one's easy. There you uh, go. My, Miles Smiles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one yeah, it took over my life for very many, many, many years. <laughs> but in terms of shows, I think... I think it was just, um, I don't think it was jazz at first. I think I first saw Prince. Ooh, that's yeah. a good way to get in there. Yeah, with Maceo Parker. Wow. And yeah, so it was like, ah. I mean, I had grown up listening to, my mother played a lot of music in the house, but it was always very much Stevie Wonder, Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson. So, at Prince, you know what I mean? So. Those, that was my introduction to jazz. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, to I totally. Ma yeah, yeah. No, 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 that makes sense. That totally makes sense. So in this process, there's so many aspects that go into it from recording to performing to promoting. What do you like the best about it? What is the thing that fuels you as a professional musician? Oh, if I could do the recording process for my, my living fully, like if that just, I love it from the beginning, from the music and, and arranging for the actual band that is going to be recording. I, oh, it's so fulfilling. <coughs> Excuse me. It's so fulfilling up to the point where you record, which is just, I love it. It feels, that feels like home to me. And then the mixing and mastering process. I really love being a part of that. After that point where the creativeness is kind of, um, slows down, and it gets more to marketing and whatnot. That's the hard part for me. <laughs> so maybe I need to get somebody to do that for me, but it's 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 very draining for me. It's hard, like the art stuff, the, I mean, I know there is an art of marketing and whatnot, but when I'm in that creative space of creating sound or feeling, it's so freeing. And then when I go to the marketing, it's it's really hard for me to do that for myself. So what was the first studio experience that was really seminal for you that you remember that got you got you the bug to really love being in the recording set? Oh man, I was I was fresh in New York. I'd been there a little while, not too long, but it was my first real big recording. And it they were flying me to Germany and they told me another drummer was on it as well. We were going to half and half and I was like, "What? Oh, come on." You know what I mean? Like all being all cocky and whatnot. I'm like, whatever, whatever. And then I find out it's Dennis Chambers is the other drummer. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, oh, crap. Oh, no. Oh, this is no. <laughs> you know, all the things going through. And um, just being there and that being my first real encounter with, you know, the big boys, I was fresh in New York, maybe I don't know, a few months. And um, yeah, it was just eye opening. You know, I thought it would be this really stressful, like everybody's mean and you're professional, blah, 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 blah. Uh, <laughs> you know, coming in yeah. as a kid. <laughs> sure. and, it, and it was just. amazing it just felt warm you know it's just everyone in the same place having the same mindset to the same goal 
and you know figuring out our path to get there together and and put a stamp on it have that exist forever yeah so that's a natural lead into why do you love this thing we call jazz mm. oh the freedom the expression the the allowance to be one's true self you know in that moment on stage when you're communicating with everyone in the band and everyone in the audience without talking, you know, you can really just, you're naked up there. Your soul is naked and it's just the most amazing connection. I think it's, I think it connects me higher. You yeah. Know? And, um, there's that, there's that healing that that channel comes down and you're just spreading light. And it's so powerful. It's so powerful. There's no other feeling like that. So let's bring it down hyper local to you. Everyone has a perception of you, family, friends, fans, but you, you're in control. What's your perception of yourself? Who do you think you are? Ooh, this is funny. Cause I think I'm, I'm very different from how folks think of me, you know, growing up in the New York scene, you got this hard shell on as a woman, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. you just like, just trying to be one of the bros. Um, I'm very spiritual person. I'm very about energies and and the science behind that. And I'm I'm working on my softness. I'm actually pretty sensitive. I mean, I am an artist. We all like to pretend like we're you know the cool guy, but like we're all kind of just always in our feelings. <laughs> so yep. it's funny that we try and hide it from each other. Sure. But um. But uh. I'm, I'm goofy. I'm really goofy. I think that would be another big shock to folks that don't really know me. I am class clown, um, nerdy, like, yeah, I'm just different, but I, I care. I'm, I sometimes too much. Like I'm very, I'm working on that as well. Sure. So it's, it's different. The different things that most folks wouldn't think about someone that they see on social media or yeah. they've seen play wherever in the world. And it's like, yeah, human. Yeah. I have faults. I'm not perfect at all. Right. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to just be good. I'm just trying to live in the goodness of, you know, but that's cool. Yeah. So if you, if we get off the phone here, off the proverbial zoom and a jazz DeLorean pulls up in front of your house, you can go anywhere in time. And see any any show where are you going who are you seeing oh you know the one that came to my mind was 1965 in denmark with sonny rollins uh and hop and alan dawson wow. trio. and uh yeah that would be yeah <laughs> that, that was that just popped into my mind i didn't even think uh, i didn't have any thought it was just like that's the one yeah and i guess that was decided for me Absolutely. No, that's wonderful. They, I I couldn't imagine seeing Sonny and those cats together. It'd be crazy. Oof. Yeah, it'd be crazy. So where can people pick up Duality, learn more about live shows, anything that you've done work-wise, where can they go? So um, to get Duality, you can email me at duality2023 at gmail.com. If you want a physical signed copy, I'm sending those out 
Uh, Bandcamp is also another great way to get digital. I also do digital through the email. Uh, my website is sanamusic.com. And I'm usually posting on Instagram where I'm playing and touring and, and, and whatnot. That seems to be the easiest platform to not get as frustrated with. But I will try and put it on Facebook, my, my fan page as well there. And um, other than that, yeah, Bandcamp, website, Instagram, email. I think you got it. <laughs> yeah, we're in. We got all the coordinates. Sanaa, thank, thank you so much for opening up your world of music and, and, and the new album. I really appreciate it. Best of luck with everything. Thank you so much for having me. This was lovely. Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest players and minds in Montreal, Kansas City, and spots all over the world, giving fans all that jazz. Thanks to Sana for time, music, and story. If you want to hear more Neon Jazz interviews, you can find us on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Subscribe to us at YouTube and for everything Neon Jazz all the time. Go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. Neon Jazz.